What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We go into the NFL Week 6, breaking down the whole slate. But first, we always got to start off with the Thursday night football game, which kind of was a stinker. Chiefs blowing out the Broncos before the Broncos score a late-time touchdown to make it a little closer. As always, these are your hosts. I'm Paul Pickleman. I'm Concha, and I'm joined with... Hey, man, it's your boy, Kev. Water Voices Boy, a.k.a. the Don P.I.E. A.K.A. the motherfucking all black today. Because R.I.P. my fantasy team. Justin Jefferson, I.R., four weeks. At least. Uh, he might be out for six to eight weeks. Uh, and I would have looked like a genius if I had traded him that week I was rapping about it. But, ah. Uh, so R.I.P. my R.I.P. make your way to the playoffs and he can come back. We was two and three. We Joe Burrow had just came back. We were looking good, Paolo. But then I had to trade. I had to put my the number two receiver in the league in a PPR league on the IR to put in to start the number 69 receiver, Michael Gallup. Hey, that's not all too bad. I know some people like in our 20-man league that had Jay Jettas. There there ain't that I think his options was like Quentin Johnson. Marvis Valdez Scantling, like motherfuckers like that. Like uh at least Gallup at least gets looks. This man's had one fifteen point game call. Justin Jefferson had three thirties. I'm sick right now. Fantasy football for you. That's it always happens. You always gotta count for at least like two or three of the guys going top ten. Like some some someone somewhere. A lot of people thought it was gonna be Tyreek because of his size and usage, but it happened to be Jay Jettas this year. Mm. Happened to me last year with Cooper Cup. Well, before we jump into this Thursday night game, go down, like, and subscribe. It means the world. Go down, drop in the comments what y'all thought of the Thursday night game or if y'all didn't really catch that game. Give us your thoughts on the slate. If y'all got any bets, y'all going to be riding this weekend. Let us hear them down in the comment section. But Thursday night, Kev, I mean – the Russ interception prop hit. If y'all if y'all listen to me, because I, I didn't give it as an official pick, but I said Russ two interceptions is, is going to be in play for me. I cashed that. It was plus 600 by itself. And I was one Isaiah Pacheco touchdown away from cashing the 2,200 uh, ride or die bet I gave out to the people. Everything else cashed except for the Pacheco touchdown. And it was all – I mean, Travis Kelsey at halftime, 100 fucking yards. No other tight end has a 100-yard game at all this season. I mean, one other tight end has a 100-yard game at all this season. Um, like, Travis Kelsey, even with the ankle sprain, seemed to be back. The Broncos, this, their offense looks fucking terrible. Their defense looks fucking terrible. Sean Payton yeah. isn't even on the hot seat, which is crazy. The This – I don't know. I think this Broncos team, it's it's time, Kev. I think it's time to just fully sell and just invest somewhere else right now. Some of these other young budding teams, because the Broncos look like they're not even like a one. They're, first, they were a quarterback away. They got the quarterback. Then they were a head coach away. They didn't get the head coach. And they look worse than ever. And it's like, I, I think it's time to just pull out completely all the land. Chiefs, offensively, they kind of struggled. They didn't score much points. It was all the kicker. Shout out Harrison Buckner, 60-yard kicker, 60-yard uh, bomb to go into halftime. Uh, shout out Sean Payton for being dumb enough to call the timeout so they can kick the ball. Um, 
just fucking little shit like that. Like it's just that I think that summed up the game altogether. It was that Sean Payne timeout before halftime so Butner could kick the ball and then and he comes out afterwards saying, I actually didn't know what the the time or the down it was when I called that timeout. That was actually my mistake. It's like fucking it's 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 pitiful and they all happen on prime time in front of everybody. Everybody. Yeah, pitiful is the best word for it. I mean, I might have been asking for some favors, having a couple of realtors out there just looking, just appraising <laughs> our state in Bronco County. It's low right now. It's really, really low. Our, our, investment, our investment is not paying off. And we thought we, we tried to buy it low because they was, we was like, oh, they're about to get crazy. They're just one thing away. Oh. It's low right now. So we don't we shouldn't sell yet, but we should start we should start investing money elsewhere because this this is not the one that's gonna retire our parents. So but the Kansas City Chiefs looks good. Travis Kelsey is a fucking dog. Swift Taylor Swift was in the house, Swifty was lit. And I'm noticing that um Patrick Mahomes' um um wife hangs out with um Taylor Swift like heavy, so like now every time she's in the mix, you can see she's in that she gets she gets some free airtime and shit. So I'm like, oh, everybody's banking off for this. Okay, I see how this goes. And uh, outside of the game, I mean, with the Broncos, we we're saying it might be the Rams, it might be the uh, Raiders, it might be the Cardinals having the fire sale about halfway through the season. It's the Broncos. Uh, they let Randy regularly rock walk. For a bag of chips to go join the 49ers. Randy Gregory was on the Cowboys two years ago, lighting the world on fire, pass rusher. Then Frank Clark, they released him after the game. And now the reports are Frank Clark's probably going to go back to the Chiefs, most likely scenario, just releasing the guy so he can go join a winner because he's getting older. And then you got Jerry Judy and Corlin Sutton on the trade block and kind of pivot from the all the rumors of everyone getting shipped out of there. Jared Judy, I mean, that was bigger than the game to me. It was Jared Judy and Steve Smith Jr. Uh, Steve Smith Senior going back and forth, like the Steve Smith saying that he was going to go up to him and apologize. That in the past he did say he wasn't that good of a receiver, until Jerry Judy saw him and said, "I don't fuck with you, motherfucker." From what most people are saying, and then repeated it again. And then Steve Smith took the high road, didn't say. They said, "I wanted to apologize," but at that time, nah. And then he looked into the camera and said. I'm sorry you're an average-ass receiver. I'm sorry that um, you're not even a – if someone was to call me to ask if you should be traded for, I'm going to tell them, no, you're a Tier 3 guy. You ain't no fucking wide receiver one, basically. And I was like, damn. like Steve, I love Steve Smith. That boy's electric. And he got the credentials to talk to talk about wide receivers. He got G5 classification. So Jerry Judy might not like it, but like I mean, Shannon Sharp last year said like that boy was gifted in all the footwork, but ain't got no hands. And it's all true. That boy got so many drops. I mean, maybe it is the usage. Who knows? He was supposed to be the next great thing, but footwork go crazy. Doesn't just something isn't working with him. And uh, apparently Steve Smith said, "Hey, you wide receiver three. Damn. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would prefer him to be a wide receiver three on my team, like. Or somebody I could put in the slot, but especially with all that footwork, but hey man, I mean I can't argue with Steve Smith. I don't have the highest catches in um Panthers history. Like I don't know what the fuck do I know? So like hey, if he called him the average ass player, 
and he continues to put up average ass numbers and is have above average ass um in drops. I gotta rock with Steve. Steve might not be wrong on this one. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, that's funny. I just mean I just can't say shit on it. I'm like, I, what am I supposed to be, Steve? That was unprofessional. Hey man, it is what it is. And uh, before we move on to the slate, I will say Patrick Mahomes played his 100th career game last night. He's 80 and 20 all the time. Absolutely fucking. That's insane because he has, he has 25,000 yards and like 25,600 and like six. So, like, I mean, Brett's doing 256, 258 per game. That's insane. Man's a winner. But let's get into this crazy. Get into this slate, Kev. Our last London game on the year. Really? Yes. We still got some Germany games pulling up, but this is the last yeah. London game. We got Titans, home dog quotations of against the Ravens. Ravel is at when he's a home dog, he's 25, 12, and one against the spread. It's usually really good games for them when they're home dogs. But I do you think that home dog shit travels across the pond? The Raiders have lost to what? The Commies? The Ravens, they lost to... Nah, the, Ra- the Ravens lost to the Steelers. Who the yeah, Raiders they're going are? off the... You know, bad loss. Not bad loss, but it's a close loss. Who's the... Um, who the, not the Ravens, the Titans. The Titans just lost to who? They're coming off a loss to the... Let me see. I know they beat the fuck out of the Bengals. And then, oh, they lost to the Colts. Garner Minshew's second half. Oh, Garner Minshew. Oh, yeah. And Anthony Richardson was tearing their ass up. I mean, they're both coming off of losses. I I would take the high road with the Ravens because I do like Lamar against this defense. and But I just don't think this um, Ravens offense has looked good at all this season yet. Like, there's not one point where it was like, yo, this is the Ravens. Nah, they get Got the new offensive coordinator, the weapons supposedly, and then aren't still aren't just looking crazy with it. Like even even Mark Andrews doesn't look like a world beater like he does had like he has in previous seasons. So if you take the Ravens, you can respect it, but at the same time, it's not like a one hundred surefire pick. And then at the same time, this Titans team is up and down. So I really think it comes down to the fact that they're playing in London. Who's better in the London games? Because the Jaguars fuck everybody up in London. So let's see, like, who genuinely has better. How do you think this game is going to go? So I was going to go big on the Titans home dog stuff, and then I saw they played in London, and I was like, oh, fuck, I can't even go into home dog uh, area. Lamar, I mean, the thing that kind of – the two things that, that kind of scare me for this matchup is the uh, both teams are really good against the run. So, like, if the, the Derrick Henry doesn't get going, we can see the Titans collapse because they need him to get going on the run. But then the Ravens – Lamar Jackson has this turnover issue, whether it be a fumble or an interception. He's had a turnover in every game so far, which the Titans team kind of, they, I mean, we saw like they live off of that. Their defense isn't the best, but they somehow know they find ways to get turnovers. But I'm going to have to go with the Ravens just, just off the pure fact that some stat came out that they had like eight drops last game. It was fucking terrible drops it was the, the eight drops that that was made by the Ravens wide receivers was like it counted for three touchdowns and 170 yards worth of offense or some shit like that's a lot of points that the Steelers like that that there was just left on the board and you can't account for that to happen back to back like so I think this might be an ugly game but I think the Ravens find a way to win 
Okay, so we both big Ravens on this one. Look at us agreeing to start the show. Top yeah. of the morning. We'll see you at 9.30 in London. Another close game on the slate, starting off with the 1 o'clock. Falcons are at home, two-and-a-half point favorite against the Commies. Commies coming off a bad loss on primetime against the Broncos. Uh, not the Broncos, against the Bears, where the Bears look they to be all the way alive. Falcons coming off a, a hard-fought win, Kev. Very hard-fought win against the Houston Texans. So I know you're going to pick the Falcons, but let me hear why you picked the Falcons. Don't get me wrong. Picking the Falcons because they're the better team. I'm picking the Falcons because they grind harder. I'm picking the Falcons because they look good while they do it. But you got to remember how this game went last year with the um, the last second touchdown to scare um, Taylor Heineke up, throwing it up to scare Terry with the time expiring. They beat us, and they beat us with a game-saving touchdown. We we remember Arthur Smith remembered that. Desmond Ritter, he was on the bench, but he remembered that. I remember that. So that's the energy we're coming into this game with. So if we come through with this game, I think that we can see how Justin Fields was successful on the film last week. Crowd Sam crowd Sam um Sam Howell, Jesse Bates. Look like a motherfucking um smooth criminal out there, and we hold it down. Not the number two graded um PFF rankings um safety behind dude from um some dude from Miami, Javon and then um, Snowman. So if our defense comes in there and just shows that like yo bro, we, you we gonna show you that you use average ass quarterback, use exactly what um Paul said you was, then we Gucci, and then Desmond Ritter go ahead and get a little shifty. Make sure he gets his receivers involved. Be John. Make be ready for the pitch, and we look good. Take the two and a half. One thing that kind of scares me though is their defensive line, which as a unit's been pretty good, going up against y'all's offensive line. Not in the running scenario because they're actually bottom five a defensive run stopper. So I think if y'all lean into the running and what the Falcons do, they run the fucking ball a lot. So, like, that's the one area I see y'all winning. But then it's like if y'all do try to throw that thing, y'all see, we've seen y'all's offensive line try to pass block, and it's not the same world for them boys. And, like, it could be a long day for Riddler or it could be a huge day for B. John, which kind of scared. Like, this is like a heads or tails if we go one or the other way. Hey, what we should do, run the damn ball. Man, they better not throw that shit for nothing. They better put if they do throw that bitch. I want quick slants. I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Falcons. They've got a good win over the Houston's defense, and I would say that Washington's defense is right around the same area where you can run the ball all over them, but pass rush wise, they will get to you. So if they just repeat that same scenario, it'll be a close game. I wouldn't take the two and a half. I wouldn't lay the two and a half just because this could come. This could be like a one or two point game. Like all honesty, Young Hoku gonna save the day. Next game on the slate, Miami Dolphins, 14-point favorite against the Panthers. Our boy Marcus, big Panthers fan. Y'all know him from the boxing side of the podcast. I was talking to him, and even he said, nah, but we're about to get fucking cooked. And he he admitted it, and, like, I think that sums me up. Like, there's not – I know we got no A-chain, uh, but it's okay. Like, Raheem Morster is going to have himself a fucking field day, and I can, I can already, like, tell. Like, this is going to be super offense. Nothing's going to stop us. 
Man, I mean, I'm expecting y'all to look good at this game, hold it down, and, and handle business like it needs to be done. But if for some reason this game is close, I will be calling you just to talk shit. And I'm actually going to take the Dolphins as a best bet. Mine is 14. Uh, we would. I think the Giants have a better offense, even with the injuries, than the uh, Panthers' offense. And if we we cover that number against them, I like us to do it back to back at home. Mm, that's scary. I do have Raheem Morster over 75 and a half rushing yards, and uh, Hayden Hurst over two and a half receptions. The tight end for the Panthers. Next game on the slate, the Bengals are three-point favorite at home. Seattle Seahawks, three-point underdog. Bengals versus Seahawks. Should be, a, should be a fun game if Burroughs continues to look as healthy as he has. I, if Burroughs healthy, I'm taking the Bengals. No, there's nothing. Like, they have a really uh, – the only way the Bengals can really fumble this is they have a fucking shitty run defense, and Kenneth Walker could have a day. But I think it might turn into a shootout, and I'm taking Joe Burrow, even looking healthier than ever here, baby. I mean, Joe Burrow's still not 100%. Like, I think he looked good last week, but you know he might have had to ice them things real bad. You feel me? So, I could see the Bengals winning this game. But that's if Joe Burrow can look to form like he did last week. Do you think this defense can stop Joe? No, Seattle's defense. I mean, Devin Wisman had himself a day, but Devin Wisman plays the slot corner. He's not even a corner. He's not cornerback one. I think Jamar Chase. I got Jamar Chase over 87 and a half receiving yards. I think he's going to have another big day. That it, it's This is T. Higgins still banged up. Jamar Chase coming off complaining two weeks ago. I think it carries over. And I – and I just think I, this is going to be like the Bengals are back for real. Like, there's no way. They just can't keep losing. They can't lose anymore. Burrow's getting healthier. And I just think this is like if, if like, yeah, it was the Cardinals last week. It's hard to judge that win. But I I really like the Bengals here. They're at home, too. Like, that's another thing. They're going to have to home edge. And I just think Geno Smith on the road. I got him under one and a half passing touchdowns prop also, like, I, I really like the Bengals here. Best I mean, bet, too. Bengals, Bengals minus two and a half. Got to buy that half point on some books. I respect that. I would love to see what this Bengals defense does against this, this offense because Geno can get explosive and Geno can get shifty sometimes. So I think I always get confused on the Seahawks for the Lions, and I think that the Lions offense is what the Seahawks offense looks like. But they're two they're two differently. I would like to see um how this how this how um, this Bengals defense matches up with Tyler Lockett and um DK and Geno Smith throwing that thing. They've had a really they've had a good secondary. Their DBs aren't the issues. Their fucking run stoppers seem to be the issue this year. Mm-hmm. Next game on the slate, divisional game. Jaguars are four and a half point favorite against the Colts. Gino, uh, not I'm uh, not Gino. Garnu Minshew will be playing for the Colts. Is there? Is this the Garnu Minshew revenge game? Is he since the Jags don't didn't want him no more, and does he get up and lead the Colts to an underdog win on the road here? Bro, that'd be so far. I didn't even think about that. No cap. But um, these games go either or so much. It's crazy. I just think the Colts defense looked good last week. I don't know if they can look that good again this week, but 
Colts, Jaguars. This game could go either way. We saw like when the Colts were a great team and still losing to this Jaguars team, but people were showing up as clowns. So like this is these this is the vision that can go anything, anything can happen. But I think I might like the oof. I like the Jaguars better as a team, better coach. But that revenge game, does 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 he have enough dog in him to produce the Gardner Minshew? Does Gardner Minshew have enough dog in him? To That's one moxie motherfucker. Because even when he came in for the Eagles when Hurts was missed the game, he looked he, he tore that bitch up. Oh uh, yeah, even in college he was him. So it's just like fuck. I'm see divisional games are always hard to touch. Uh, touch. Ugh. The Jags are at home. Both teams are three and two. This could be the game where the Colts defense just makes Trevor. Yeah, fuck it. Give me, give me the Colts on the road. Garnet Mitchell is gonna find a way to win this game. I don't know how. I just think it's gonna be a, a Trevor Lawrence turnover, maybe two interceptions, maybe a fumble where the Colts defense sets up Garnu in like winnable positions. Oh uh, yeah, we'll see. I I expect this um, Colts pass rush to be ready to come for it. Are you going with the Jags? Yeah, I'm taking the Jaggies. You know, I got to rock with my Jaggies. Just, just to double check, you took the Bengals against the Seahawks, right? Or did you take Jaggies? Yeah, I took, the bang- I took the Bengals. All right. Next game, another one of my best bets here. We got the Bears three-point underdog at home against the Vikings. Give me the Vikings minus three. Put that bitch in my best bets. The public is loving them some bears right now. I know more money's on the Vikings, but like this line, if this was a if this was week one, the line would have been like Vikings minus seven. The fact that it's only minus three, it's because people truly believe the Bears are back. Brian Flores, the defensive coordinator for the Vikings, one thing he loves to do is fucking blitz. And I think Justin Fields, I don't know the numbers against the Blitz. I could be wrong on this, but I remember his whole issue was he couldn't process the field quick enough, couldn't make the reads uh Gonna see everything, and if, especially when people are blitzing him, I think he's gonna have a hard, very hard time reading the field. And I like the Vikings big here. I even I even got a a prop for Fields to throw an interception, and Jordan Addison over fifty three and a half receiving yards. He's wide receiver one now. No Jay Jettas. I'm sorry, Kev, but Jordan Addison, rookie. He I think he's gonna be the number one guy now. Like T.J. Hawkinson's still gonna be the legit number one guy, but the wide receiver who's gonna get all the looks is gonna be Jordan Addison. That's real. I mean, I like the Vikings pick. I wanted to go with the Vikings. I wasn't as sure as uh, you all fucking was. So that's why I'm thinking, like, damn, was the Vikings really a good pick? They, I feel like they've had the most bad shit happen to them to lose a game. Where, like, you know, like last year it was the opposite. All the good shit would happen for them to win the game. Eventually, you can't just – this is one of the best one in four teams ever, bro. Like, I just can't – against this Bears team that just won their first game. This is, they don't know how – they don't know what to do with a fucking coming off a win. They don't, they're not going to be ready for this one. That's real. That's real. Next game, I mean, another one of my best bets, best bets going back to back here. Give me the 49ers – Nine uh, to late, late, give me 49ers nine and a half against this fucking Browns team with no Deshaun Watson. Watson may miss a few weeks actually, rotator cuff issues. Joe Botino, all pro guard, is going to be missing the game as well. 
102 consecutive starts for the Browns will not be playing this week. The, the, this 49ers team is not taking the gas off the pedal. And I, that's why I'm laying the, the fucking nine and a half. And they got fucking P.J. Walker starting for the Browns this week. P.J. Walker, XFL legend. Y'all saw when he was on the Panthers how much it was easy to bet against him. It's going to be so easy. This is going to be an easy one. That's fine. That's fine. And I do have – do I have any props for this game? Actually, I didn't take anything. Oh, Kittle under three and a half receptions. He had his big game last week. He te- uh, They might need him to – run block a lot against Miles Garrett and the old boy on the other side. So I, I don't see him getting over three and a half this you think, game. You think Christmas Christian McCaffrey gets another touchdown in this one to keep the streak going? Oh, he's definitely getting a touchdown. Oh, yeah, he might get three. 49ers defense uh, scores a touchdown too this game. Oh, I like that. Hey, I want to see Brock Purdy. I don't know what game is going to be the game to make you be like, okay, this is the one Brock Purdy's going to lose. Because every game they come in crazy. Continues to do it. Hey, can't bet against the man that keeps winning. Facts. Next game onto the slate here. Texans, two-point underdog at home against the Saints. It was one and a half when I took the bet, so I'm just going to give out my best bet is the Saints minus one and a half against C.J. Stroud and the boy. C.J. Stroud has looked great, Kev. Don't get me wrong, but I think this is the game. I, I got the prop, plus 125. C.J. Stroud throwing interception. The Saints' defense is just really good. Uh, their offense, abysmal. This is going to be a very ugly game. I wouldn't be shocked if the defense scores a touchdown here from either side. I'm not betting it, but I wouldn't be shocked. There's going to be a lot of defense, but I think the Saints have the better defense. And Alvin Kamara is going to be able to run the ball against them. I also got Alvin Kamara over 68.5 rushing yards and Damian Pierce under 51.5 rushing yards. Kev, how, do you think the Texans are going to be barking loud at home? Fuck no. I think the Damn, Texans, completely out. I thought we, I thought we was, some, I thought we liked the Texans for a little bit. I mean, the Texans are cool peoples and shit. I mean, I like the players, not the organization. But I don't think they're gonna do shit. And it's just Saints defense. I had to watch them play for four quarters. Well, four quarters and fourteen minutes, and they didn't score a touchdown until the last drive against us last week. This Texas, this Texas defense is not ready for us. A New Orleans defense that's on one after shutting out Bill Belichick last week. Like, these motherfuckers going to feel something. I mean, CJ Stroud, if you looked up, he, I think I could see him having like 280, 250 this game, but it's going to be a lot of mistakes. Definitely going to be a costly turnover. So, yeah, I don't think, I want to say that all the way out of it, but I just don't think this offense got shit to do. So, I don't know what the Texas defense is going to let the, um, Saints office, dude. Yeah, that's why I'm leaning into Kamara. Like I said last week when they played the Falcons, running backs can get plays on them. I think Derek Carr looks ugly. CJ Stroud's going to look ugly. But Saints defense is going to win this game. They're going to be the best unit on the field. Mm, Both on the Saints. Next game, is this the last? Yeah, that was the last of the 1 o'clocks, our 4 o'clock games. Raiders, three-point favorite at home against this Patriots team. Raiders coming off a way to find a win. They got the, you got a couple angles on this game. You got Bill Belichick against previous coach McDaniel, McDaniels. You also got Jacoby Myers, who's having a hell of a season on the Raiders. Revenge game for the Raiders because of the fact um, 
the Patriots let him walk and pay Juju the money that he wanted. Juju has a uh, knee. We might not play again. His knee's an issue. He hasn't looked good when he did play. And Jacoby Myers is looking really good on the Raiders. So, like, are you are you leaning – whose revenge game outweighs who here? Uh, so, I think Jacoby Myers looked good for sure. But, like, you do got to remember, Brent does have, like, Devontae Adams on his team. So, there's, like, a lot of attention that has to go in another place. I don't know if Bill Belichick is putting all that attention on one person. So, it doesn't sound smart to take them boys after watching them get blown out two weeks in a row. Massive blowouts. Terrible blowouts. But it's like, yo, you got to do something. And this is a game where you can do that. But Mac Jones has played so bad. I feel like even this Raiders defense might look good against him. So I'm kind of torn between the two. Max Crosby coming off a big game, too. Right. Max Crosby is going to be in that backfield for sure. So coming off of um, a game like this, um, two Coming off the games they came off of, I really don't know. I'm torn, but, like, my original gut feeling and how I thought the NFL was going to go at the beginning of the season says take the Patriots. No way Bill Belichick gets beat again. But, like, he might, and he might get uncomfortable. This might be something he hasn't done in a while. He moves this many games in a row. So, I don't know. I'm kind of stuck. What do you think? So, best bet, Patriots plus three. I think – the. Also, they played last year, and let's not forget this is the game Mac Jones oh. threw that in, that threw that shit straight to Chandler Jones. He scores the game winning walk off touchdown. Not saying that's the reason why I'm going for this team. I just think they're going to be the better coach team. Bill Belichick's a way better coach than McDaniel's. This is pre. This is McDaniel's came from Belichick. This is you always take the mentor to beat the per, um the other coach, especially if he's not good. I think this is the Ramondre Stevenson game a lot of fantasy owners are going to be waiting for. Ramondre Stevenson, give me the Ramondre Stevenson anytime touchdown, plus 155 odds. Stevenson over 50 and a half rushing yards. The Raiders have a really bad defense against the run, and I think Bill Belichick, he knows what he got on the field, and he knows how to run the fucking ball. Jimmy G, throw an interception. That I think you can lock up as well, throw down the props. This, this Patriots defense is going to cause problems for Jimmy G, who has not looked good. And I just think as a dog here, I really, I really like the Patriots. That's why that's why they're plus three best bet. Now, Kev, the, uh, yeah. who's your final pick? The Raiders or the Pates? Pats? Oh man. I think he was leaning Pats, but I'm not sure. I'm leaning Pats and it's in Oakland. Yeah, it's in Vegas. All right, I'm gonna take the home dogs. I'm gonna take the home dogs. Why not get a oh, dog? The Patriots are the dog on this one. Really? Damn! Yeah, I was trying to take the Raiders as a dog. That's why I have them in my best bet plus three. Damn! I was trying to take them boys as a dog. I mean, we'll take the Patriots. Why not? Next game on the slate: the Lions rolling into Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. Buccaneers are a three-point home dog. This is also one of my best bets. Give me the Bucks plus three. Wow. Uh, straight up, they have a really good defense. I was kind of sh- doubting them because of what they did last year, but their defense is playing really good. Baker's playing good. I know you can say uh, Jared Goff on the road. That's someone I like to fade. David Montgomery will be the uh, basically the lone running back. No Jameer Gibbs. 
Laporte's on uh, um, injury report. He's questionable. He probably will play because he's a dog, but he's just a little banged up. Amon St. Brown's banged up. This is a road spot that I don't think they care about as much. Like, if they're going into the Packers, if they're going into Minnesota, I would be like, yeah, give me the Lions. But they don't really care about Tampa Bay. The humidity is going to get to this North team. Outdoor stadium, they're not used to that heat. I just think that everything, take the teams out of it and just look at all the trends of everything. The Bucks are a really good spot here. Give me the plus three. Give me the Bucks straight up to win. Really? Coming off a of bye, they're healthier. Yeah, I'm definitely taking the Lions. The team that beat the Chiefs to start the season off, I'm definitely taking this Lions. The team that just beat the breaks off of some bad team, 24-42. to 42. Oh, the Panthers. 24-42. to 42. I think Baker can cook a little bit in this game for sure. But this Lions defense is an issue. And this Bucks O-line, even though I feel like they haven't been being called out single-handedly for, like, breaking shit on them, they got to be ready to be on this motherfucker, on their game all game. You feel me? So I'm taking the Lions on this one. And my props, Jared Goff interception. I think he throws one. on. It's on the road. Jared Goff on the road is not the better guy. Um, give me – David Montgomery under 76 and a half rushing yards. It's it's higher than CMC's over under on rushing yards for the week. And the Bucks only allowed 94 and a half rushing yards. They allow under rushing yards per game. That is a really good rush defense. And then Cade Otten tied in for the Bucks over two and a half catches. Uh, Lions linebackers aren't the best against the tight ends. They honestly are bottom five against tight ends. So I think he gets over two and a half. Okay. Then two more two more four o'clock games. Rams seven point favorite against the Cardinals. Uh Sean McVay's wife may go into labor over the weekend. If that happens, he will not be there. Defensive coordinator will step in as the head coach. Something to keep an eye on, even though it is a seven point spread. The Rams should win this game. I'm everything for me is saying to take the Rams. Cooper Cup's back. Puka. Puka look to be just as good with Cooper Cup back. Uh, I, this offense, the Cardinals' defense is so bad, I think the Rams put up a lot of points here. Like, Rams blow out. That might, honestly, I don't, yeah, that might make it into the best bets. Give me the Rams minus really? seven. I mean, it's not a bad bet at all. I think that's pretty straight. But, damn, I didn't know that you just felt so. I thought this game would have been, like, the Cardinals are going to try to shoot it out because isn't it go on? Because back when the last Kingsbury, because then the Kingsbury, yeah, that's Kingsbury. This is a, this is a new regiment. Yeah, I thought they was going to lose. I thought you thought Jahan Dotson could get some new, some miracle working. Because I think this game is going to start off with the Cardinals winning, and then it's going to turn into like, oh yeah, you guys need that number one draft pick. It could start so, off with them winning. I'm not gonna lie. It could be like an early lead, but I think they've just run out of the Cardinals just keep running out of bullets. Yeah, and I like the Rams to find um to find a second um magazine full of bullets and get the lane of bitches out. Yeah, again, this is the game. Give me Cooper Cup anytime touchdown score minus one ten. Uh, Stafford over one and a half touchdowns. Stafford over two seventy-seven and a half passing yards. I think this is going to be a prolific offense come Sunday. Ertz over three and a half receptions. The Rams are one of the worst teams against the tight end. Ertz is—they're is, going to have to throw the ball. Ertz gets a lot of targets over three and a half. 
Mm, yeah, hopefully. He's on my fantasy team. And then we're both on the Rams here. Our last game in the 4 o'clock session is – it might be ugly. The Jets, six-and-a-half-point underdog at home against the Philadelphia Eagles. It was a good try when they first came out with it. Sauce Garner is on the injury report with an illness. Don't know if he'll play. It was a good – I look at it like, okay, I bet you when they made the schedule for this, they were like, oh, I ate with this one. <laughs> but, nah, this matchup is crazy bad. I mean, you got this Eagles offense. It's only showing that they're gelling more and more by the week. This Eagles defense that have keep a lot of teams at bay, even though some games they – some many times they've given up a lot of points. But, um, yeah, this Eagles team is nothing to fuck with. Even slightly, so I feel bad for the boys having to play them this week. Does the, the Jalen Carter sprained his ankle during practice late this week? He's in question to play for Sunday. Darius Slay, he has a knee injury. He might miss this week as well. So those are two big pieces on the defense. Does that not worry you at all? Do you think they still eat? No, they gonna eat. Yeah, if you probably could have talked me into the Jets here as a home dog. If they didn't lose Elijah Vera Tucker, the only good offensive lineman they had, he got hurt again. He's out for the season. So, fucking, the, even without Jalen Carter on the, in, in the front seven, I think the Eagles are just going to dominate here. Next game, speaking of domination, Sunday night football, Bills, biggest spread on the slate, a 15-point favorite. Against the Giants, Kev. Giants yeah, are super banged up. Is Daniel Jones playing? No Daniel Jones. Whoa. No uh, two, No Andrew Thomas, all-pro left tackle. No starting center, John Michael Schmitz. No offensive tackle, Matt, Matt Pierrett. No linebacker, Aziz Ojulari. Shaquan questionable, Waller questionable, Evan Neal questionable, other guard Shane Lumi questionable, Mika McFadden linebacker questionable. They are fucking banged up. That's Tyrod Taylor will be the starter here. Some people said maybe your fucking revenge game, but this is a fifteen point spread. That's a lot of fucking points. 15 points. Yeah, I think this is the biggest spread of the year so far. Now, that's insane. And I wouldn't have been mad if it was the 24-point spread. Regardless, if them boys come in to handle business, this game should be bad. I think it is going to be bad. You got the Jags beating the Bills over there in London. That You know, that uh, that probably left a bad taste in their mouth. Now they get to play the primetime Giants. I mean, the Giants haven't won a primetime game in a fucking minute. Uh a minute, um, an hour, and that, yeah, uh, some days. Man, the, this is supposed to be Brian DeBall revenge game against the Bills. Not revenge, but this, you know, going against former team. I don't know. This is going to be an ass whooping. I think. I think this is going to be like a forty-two to ten game. The Bills. Now, nah, no rap cap, and it's just like that's just the way it's about to be. And then Monday night, uh, yeah, Monday night football. I don't think I have any props for that game. Nah. So, oh, no, I do have some props. Jalen Hurts. Oh, no, my 
this is for the Eagles. I forgot to get this one out. Jalen Hurts under 228 passing yards. Tyler Conklin over two and a half reception. And Brees Hall under 54 and a half rushing yards. But Monday night football, Chargers two-point underdog at home against the Dallas Cowboys who are coming off an ass whooping. Justin Herbert, I think he's still got the injury. I don't know how big of a deal it is. I know he will be playing, though. Do you think this is the spot where, I mean, Kellen Moore revenge game is on the table? Do you think it's the Kellen Moore revenge game against his former team and the Cowboys? Or do you think the Cowboys' defense is going to blow up Herbert? That's a great question. But, like, I want to call it the Kellen Moore revenge games because I do like the Chargers because didn't the Chargers have a bye last week? They did, and Herbert was hurt. He needed that bye. Rested, relaxed, thinking twice, thinking on, thinking twice about everything. Oof. Ah, I like this back. Kellen. I, and I like this Kellen Moore team, and I like, um, oh, Zeke is, oh. Yeah, Austin Eckler's back. back. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I like this Chargers team to come in crazy. But at the same time, Dan Quinn has been scheming against the Kellen Moore offense. He knows he knows what Kellen Moore likes and his tendencies and things like that. So, I think Dell's kind of, like, defeat each other. Like, they take it out. But now it asks, is, can this, can, can this new Cowboys offense keep up with this offense? Because I think this Chargers team is going to come ready to shoot this bitch out. 32, if the, they got, they're willing to score 32, and the Cowboys, if they want to win, they got to be willing to score 34. And you got to be able to do that without turning the ball over. And Chargers defense, they don't have J.C. Jackson no more. Corner, he's back mm-hmm. in the Patriots. So, like, I want to see how their secondary looks. Like, because... What they, they look better? They possibly could. Uh, Kill Mack had a career game before going into the bye. Like, fucking... Can he can he can he continue it? Stack it. Bosa's still on the other side. Like that's not, might not be an issue. Um, it's it, to me, it's like I could see the Cowboys' defense fucking up Herbert, but I could also see Herbert fucking them up because the defense without Tavon Diggs since the Tavon Diggs injury, I think they are bottom five against the pass since he wow. went down, and that's not a this is not a team you want to be. Bad against the passing. We saw Brock Purdy dice him up. We could, and one thing that I think the 49ers and Chargers have in common, it isn't the scheme or anything. They both got an all pro perennial left tackle. Trent Williams for the 49ers, probably the best place position in the last 25 years. Then you got Panay Suwell, or not Panay Suwell, how the fuck, what's his name? The, um, because Panay Suwell is the one for the, uh, the Lions. Char- Let's see. Left tackle. It's, it's I say, you know, I don't keep up with the names. Slater. Rashawn Slater. Our, our, since fucking rookie year, was one of the best left tackles in the league. So if he can control Parsons, which left, Trent Williams definitely did a great job doing it, this Cowboys defense is kind of like there's nothing else to really fear anymore without Tavon Diggs on the backside. And for those reasons, unfortunately, I'm going to have to go with the home dog here and the Chargers. I think their offense is going to put up more points. And Dak went from gunslinger to checkdown artist. He's no longer somebody who I can be like, okay, maybe they can rally, put up a lot of points. It's like he's become a checkdown merchant, doesn't have Amari Cooper to bail him out. Like 
this is this offense look bad. It could be Tony Pollard though. Tony Pollard could have a career game. It is Chargers run defense too. So like that's what scares me on the other side. But I'm just I'm gonna trust Herbert, but Pollard could I, take off. I'm gonna take you take you up on that trust in Herbert thing. I think the Chargers can really fuck this bitch up because their defense could get let the Cowboys do whatever they want. But the Cowboys show that they can come up and it like shit the bed. Like they did, they didn't look great against the Cardinals. They didn't, they didn't look anything at all last week against the 49ers. So I think we thought this Cowboys team was a little bit better than they were. And I think they can show up some games, but this might not be the game that they can just keep. I just think they can't keep up this game. Yeah. Unfortunately, might be back to back L's for my dad. Hate to see it. Mm hmm. Hopefully you call me before this game and be like, yeah, man, changing my pick. <laughs> <laughs> that might not happen this week. That might not happen. <laughs> but now let's get into everyone's favorite segment. Kev, we're killing in on the locks and dogs. We're both six and three on our locks. We're both three and three on our dogs. Um, way better than last year. Last year, just to put in a reference, I had a total of 15, uh, no, a total of six locks, and you had a total of five dogs. We're both in like we're both three and three right now. A lot better. Mm, nice. But let's get into the lock and dog segment. As always, I'm gonna throw it to you, Kev, to start it off for us. All right, man. We have been doing our thing. I appreciate the great intro, big dog. So super quick, man. Don't have the best explanations for it because I think this is a week where a lot of crazy shit can go down. So for the safe pick, I'm taking Eagles to beat the Jets. Safety. And I'm going to take You got the Jags. You got the Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got the Jags over the Colts all day. Because that might be a crazy game, but I'll take the Jags over the Colts. Why not? No AR. And then for my dogs, I didn't pick too many, and I'm definitely not trusting this Patriots team, so we're going to take the charges on this one. All right. So my my locks are the two. Two of the locks I wrote down were my two first best bets I had whenever I saw the slate. The Bengals. I just think their offense is looking way better. Seattle's defense is going to let up a lot of uh, – let Jamar Chase run free. And we're going to see Joe Burrow throw a few tutties at my boy again. Mm -hmm. And then on the other one, another small spread here, Saints. I just think the Saints against defense against this Texans offense is what's going to win in this game. Derek Carr is going to uh, – not Derek Carr. Alvin Kamara is going to look pretty good against this Texans defense. And I just think the run game plus the defense is what wins the Saints this game. And CJ Stroud's gonna be in for a long day. Because this is gonna be his first real deal top five defense type of test. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then for our my dog, you didn't want to take him, but I'm gonna take him as I, how adamant I was on the plus three. Give me the Pats as a dog here. Patriots, Bill Belichick against his former coaches. McDaniels is about to get cooked. And I just think uh I just think the fucking Jimmy G's going to throw an interception. Offense going to look shaky. Ramondre Stevenson's going to just run all over this fucking Raiders defense. And that's all the Patriots need to win this game. 
No, hell yeah. I mean, I respect it. I just doesn't trust him. Damn, so I'm looking at my best best Kev I gave out. This is my first time giving out more than five, and I gave out seven of them bitches on accident. Oh, wow, nice. But as always, thank everyone for watching. Again, go down, like, and comment. Subscribe to the channel. And as always, this has been their episode Totally Blitz podcast. We re oh, we just picked week six of the NFL slate, recap Thursday night football with the Chiefs beat up on the Broncos. And as always, these were your hosts. I'm Paul Pick and Winham, joined with Kevin, Waterboy Savoy. And if y'all didn't know, now y'all know, motherfuckers. <laughs>